This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be So many of you are just not asking. You, the fear of rejection mm. or the laziness of the execution Hello. is stopping Hello. people from winning. Hashtag Every, laziness. I think that is a very, very strong It word. is one of those two things, Marcus. Mm. I'm telling you right now, if you actually have a product and you actually spend 10 hours a day, and I love when people are like, 10 hours a day. I was running a very large wine retail business and when Twitter came out, I went pot committed, all in, and I was spending 10 hours hours wow. a day. I built my entire brand from that ecosystem. It's unbelievable what 10 hours a day yeah. of asking 850 I'm chefs so a day it. on Instagram, 109 chefs will take a photo with your olive oil. Yeah. 39 moms that have a lot of other moms that give will take a photo with your olive oil and it's just the work and the asking. That. that was a super important moment. Those are the two things that hold you back. The two things that hold everybody back. That's it. Gary V, how's it going? Good man, who is this? This is Chase Fairchild, how are you doing? I'm doing super well Chase, thanks for being on the show, episode 200, thank you so much brother. It's, it's awesome, look how we got through. Yeah, what's your, what's your question? Um, so, my friends and I are starting a creative agency. Good, uh, I know a thing or two, I think a, I know a thing or two about that. Um, and so we follow your work and we read a lot of your stuff and uh, we're trying to get everything, all our ducks in a row before we start, we launch August 1st. Um, how do you think is the best way for us to get over the fear of failing at this? Because it's kind of taking a leap. We're, in a, we're currently an in-house marketing department for a 21 chain retail store. I think you guys need, if leap. you guys are taking the leap, you guys are rounding the troops and saying, this place, we're going to do our thing. You've got to first decide, here are the ways to do it. You do the emotional and the practical when you take a leap. The practical is, all. how many of you are doing it? Three. The three of you have to figure out, worst case scenario, nothing goes well, how long can you survive on your savings or you're willing to be entrepreneurial ghetto? Got it? Yeah. So the it. three of you need to sit in a circle and you go, India, how long can you last? And India says, 18 months. Andrew, how long can you last? Four months. Andy, how long can you last? Two years. We know we're only as strong as our weakest link. Andrew's only got four months, so we have to talk about that. Number one, do you think that the three of you can go without any sales for a year? Yeah, I, well the good thing is we have investors from the company that got behind us and they're like, you kinda have a, we kinda have a safety net a little bit if it, if it fails. So great, so it sounds like you created the practical version and now you just have to make the emotional version. Too many people, and you know I've been talking about this, fake entrepreneurship. If you're scared to make the jump, you still have entrepreneurial tendencies, you're not an entrepreneur yet, it's why you worked in a company in the first place. You just gotta make the jump or not, it's like swimming. You either jump in the pool and you go, or you don't, the end. Yeah, definitely, and then when, so like, that, that's kind of my fear, because you know, we're just starting this, it's, it's kind of new frontier, you know, and. Dude, you, you know, can't be, dude, stuff. don't be scared, nothing's gonna happen, you can always go back to the job. Yeah. I mean, what is, what's gonna happen? Yeah. Like, people are gonna make fun of you? Like, your mom's gonna say you, you failed? Like, who gives a shit? Go try it, doesn't work, and go. Don't care what other people think, it's the only reason you're scared. Yeah. Whether it's your spouse, your partner, your child, your mother, you, you, whoever it is, eliminate those voices, listen to yourself, and know that if you fail, you go back into it and nothing bad will happen. But if you win, it's the greatest shit that ever happened. Oh yeah. Cool. Yeah, awesome. All right, brother, see ya. Great.
one of the challenges that I face all the time with some of these students is anxiety and how I can help them yeah. see that they are, you know, they can do more than they think and that they're stronger than they know. How would you articulate or explain I, to them? I, you know how I do it. I'm yeah. doing it. I put pressure on the true answers. Yeah. Insecurity is the seed that creates all these issues. Absolutely. And so I'm trying to figure out why they didn't build self-esteem, who didn't build self-esteem, and the reason I bring up mom is like, Jesus, it's such a big percentage of it. Mom or dad is like 80% of it. It's just, you know, I do this a lot. I'm fascinated. Listen, my dad, listen, I don't talk a lot about this. That's what happened to my dad. My dad's, my dad, I'm so impressed by him. The way my grandmother parented my dad is unacceptable. That's the only word I can think of. So I'm fascinated by it because I had the reverse. I'm so perfectly parented by my mother, I'm unstoppable. I feel guilty that I'm so emotionally grounded and strong, that's why I'm giving it to you. Like, what do you think's happening up here? I feel guilty that I have it so good mentally. There's nothing anybody can do to my mental state. It's insane. I am so weird, guys. Like, Like, nothing hits, it's like I'm numb. And so, I go right to the core. I do it when I see it sometimes, I'm like, hey, you are unbelievable and you think you're that's bad. We need to talk about this. Tell me everything about your childhood. <laughs> like, you know, and I just go there and you know, sometimes you get a little break, sometimes, but what's really fun is they start thinking about it and it changes behavior. I get an email every day that says that they disconnected from somebody in their inner circle and for the last six months they've, they've, they're breathing for the first time in their lives. It is not easy to break up with your brother. It is not easy to break up with your spouse. It is not easy to break up with your father. But that's actually the binary move if they're the poison of your life. So, A, if that's your reality, you need to think. Because guess what? You have one life. And you don't want to be 73 when your parent passes away and finally start breathing. B, if that is not your life, you need to drive home right now and kiss your parents in the face. Active is really the only thing. Honestly, you know, as you were talking, I was just thinking about to my morning, basically the last hour and a half of my day so far has been just talking about nothing but what I would call micro failures. I I break failure into two categories, micro or macro. A macro failure is dying. A macro failure is, you know, filing chapter 11 and going directly out of business. A macro failure is somebody you care about punching you physically in the face and saying you are a piece of I will never talk to you again. Mm -hmm. I deem almost everything else a micro failure and I believe that most people look at micro failures and make them bigger than they are. I've got a lot of things not going well. I have way more things not going well than I have things going well in volume but my overall is going well. My day to day is not. Mm -hmm. And I think most people have it reversed. Most people don't take the chances, aren't doing the things on a day to day basis to protect themselves from the day-to-day the day-to-day failures, but what's happening is they don't realize at a macro they're not moving forward, and so they're losing. Like when I lose a big client, I have no choice. When somebody thinks I stink because they didn't like my talk because I cursed, I have no choice. When an event doesn't go as well as you want, you have no choice, it happened. The question becomes what are you gonna do about it? You can cry, you're just gonna lose. And I have bad news about complaining and crying. Let me tell you something about complaining and crying that's really, really gonna hurt for all you complainers out there. Nobody gives a And let me give you a preview who gives a 
The following people give a when you complain. The other losers around you, your sick, broken parent that secretly wants to hold you down so that you're not more successful than them, and let me remind you one more time, the other losers around you. So, here we are, heading into 2017. People are asking all sorts of questions. We still, clearly, are close, or it has to happen sooner than later, economic crush. Many people here, rich on paper. Go talk to a lot of 40 to 50 year olds that were rich on paper during Web 1.0 back in 99, 2000, 2001. It's sitting, it's flustering, it's here, it's upon us, and now we have to, more than ever, we have to start deploying self-awareness. If you leave here and start your process of really knowing what makes you happy, of who are you really, if you could stop chipping away the voices from the outside, if you can start figuring out what you're scared of, if you want to actually do something, even in the light of the picture that I'm painting right now, who are you scared to fail in front of? The reason so many of you are not doing what you want to do is you're scared to fail in some. You're scared that your brother will judge you, your wife, your girlfriend, your husband, and most scary, your mom or your dad. You need to eliminate that and or own that fear and put yourself in a position to succeed. Because with all of this, with all of this, we are now in the greatest era. For the first time ever, with no money, with no connections, this can put you on the map. If you're good enough, if you are good enough to be up here, to make bling bling, if you are good enough, nobody's stopping you. Not Donald Trump, not the Russians, nobody.